0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Well, hello everybody, and welcome back to Book Journeys Radio. I am your host, Dr. Angela Lauria, from the Author Incubator. I am the creator of the Difference Process for writing a book that matters. And each week on the show, we interview an author who has r- written a book that is making a difference in the world. And this week is no different. We have with us um, uh, Tamara Cortez. She is a Reiki master, a Pilates instructor, a yoga instructor, and the author of Flow Notes, a collection. And it's it's a little bit different than some of the other books we're talking about. So I'm really excited to talk to Tamara. Um, One note I did want to make, Tamara is on a... Uh, she's dialing in through her computer. We're really lucky to have her here today, and um, sometimes the quality may not be what you are used to. I will try to make sure that her her points come through clearly and that you can hear what she says, um, but we're just glad to have her. So Tamara, why don't you tell us a little bit about Flow Notes and how you came to write it?
0: Um, thank you, I wanted to say, first of all, for having me on the show. I'm, I'm super happy and stoked to be even sharing this information with everyone. And, um, you know, I just, and so I feel like just even blessed to be able to present this little book. Um, and Flow Notes started from a little um, project I started, like a consciousness project I started about seven years ago. And what I noticed was um, that when I would talk to people, you know, maybe a lot of times, I, you know, I get, I don't talk to people when I'm going through growth periods, is what I call them, like. So whenever I'm going to my challenging times, um, you know, I noticed that, you know, I would talk to a couple of people, and they were also going through some times, too. And I felt like when we connected, and I did, you know, express, myself or say oh this is happening right now and then they told me you know what was going on in their world that um there is similarities happening and you know I started to think you know maybe you know a lot of times when we're going through our changes we think you know we're the only ones no one else is experiencing what I'm experiencing and you know I'm all alone in this and you know I feel like a lot of times that's ego talk and, you know, so I started to do this little project, and I, you know, my years of meditation, I've i have been doing over 15 years of this meditation called Vipassana, and, you know, I was like, you know, I think that if I do something like this, maybe if I sent out a note once a week, that it would help everybody get through the change and understand, hey, you're not alone, and, you know, see maybe what messages come through my meditation. And, um, you know, I asked a couple of people that I was working with at the time, you know, do you want to be part of this project? And they were like, yeah, you know, sign me up. So, you know, I, that's how it started. And once a week I would sit down in front of my computer and, you know, I would meditate and ask, you know, what is it right now that the universe wants me to know and everyone else? And, um, you know, then I would just kind of allow myself to be in that moment and, um, you know, just let it flow through whatever the message was. And, you know, I also backed it up with other people's inspirational quotes because I feel like a lot of times, you know, when we understand that there are other people who are successful, who, you know, are out in the world doing things and that they too have, you know, similar aspects that they're going through, as like you are, that that helps kind of, you know, solidify, okay, I feel better now. Um, So that's kind of how it started. And it just ended up being like a seven-year project and growing and growing. And people were sharing their notes that I would email them to other people. And then other people would write me and say, hey, can you add me onto your list? And you know it just kept growing so I'm a little
1: I'm so sorry, but I'm a little confused what what is the what is the actual book? what is it
0: so the book is um it's it's notes to yourself, and um it's kind of like just a perspective of how to get through your growth period and so Got it okay yeah, that so helps. it's a different way to change how we're looking at what we're going through. Um, And I think that, you know, like, for example, I just want to share this story uh, really quick because it reminded me not too long ago. Like, for example, I was in the grocery, you know, I was at Whole Foods the other day and in my mind I was in this loop. Like I was like, Oh my God, you know, it's so crazy in here right now. It's lunchtime. You know, I had been wanting like pepperoni pizza. You know, I went to the guy and he's like, we're, we're sold out. And, you know, you're going to have to wait 15 minutes for the pepperoni. And I was like, great. You know, and, and in my mind, I was just in this loop, like everything is, was just not working. And, um, you know, just com- even in my mind complaining about, I have to wait 15 minutes for my pizza, you know? <laughs> so, As soon as I just got a sandwich and, you know, I walked out of, you know, the store and I went to go sit down at a table and directly in my view was a homeless man asking for change and everything just changed for me at that instant, like all the things in my mind that I had been complaining about and that I had been, you know, upset about, you know, and and just all these little things that I had run in my mind and as a loop just my whole perspective shifted when I saw this man because I'm like here I am complaining about pepperoni pizza and you know this man mm. is just asking for change and I you know at that point I had like egg all over my face because I was like I really thank the universe for showing me this and just shifting me back to what I'm grateful for like I'm grateful that on my bike ride home, you know, that I have a bike. And I'm grateful that I do have a roof over my head. And it just changed my whole, like that different perspective changed the rest of my day. And so these notes are kind of like that in a way, just how to see what's happening in the world maybe a little bit differently and how we can move through them And what I felt after I would write, you know, a note was I felt like my life was flowing again. So that's why I called them flow notes, because, you know, I feel stuck sometimes. And then I would write a note and it would just change my reality. And then I felt, okay, I could move forward again. You know, I got through this little lesson and I learned so much. And so that's kind of how flow notes is. And um, And so from the time you
1: got the idea to write the book until you wrote it, it was a seven-year process?
0: Yes, um, because I never – I just – my group kept growing, and I guess in my mind, I was – I never really thought about publishing them until um, someone suggested it to me, and then my group was getting bigger and um and what and what
1: do you mean by your group? I'm not sure I totally well, can follow you know you the there.
0: people who all signed on um like initially, and then they would send it to their friends, and then their friends would write to me and say, "Oh, can you put me on the list?" and then people just kept requesting and these were people like, <laughs> that
1: were going to contribute to the book. These are contributors. Is that what you mean by your group?
0: Um no, they just participated where they would they wanted to be a part of this writing project, this consciousness project is what I called it. And so they participated to where they wanted to receive emails, and so I had a group to write to and send ah, these messages. So you actually wrote
1: your book to a group of people. You know this is not a normal thing that
0: everyone does, yes? <laughs> well, I didn't know it was going to turn out to be a book. and Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so I didn't – I wasn't – you know, I was just doing this every week, uh, you know, as I was going through changes and, you know, as I was, you know, being in, you know, awareness of, of my changes and meditation. And so I didn't know that until um, maybe like... So
1: when did you know it would be a book?
0: Um, I guess like maybe a year ago Um, I did. I finally... Um, so you mm-hmm. thought you were just writing literally flow notes, emails to
1: people that were your your thoughts that other people you thought would be able to benefit from as well. Yeah. And then at mm-hmm. some point you said, "Let me take all these notes that I've already written and turn them into a book."
0: Yes. And so. Got it. I I felt then I felt like I was also you know people were saying, "Hey, this should really." You should really write a book about it. And then that's when the thought first came in my mind. And then as, you know, time progressed, I felt like the notes were getting more profound. And um, then I felt like, okay, this I think this is something that needs to be shared with, you know, more people than just my group. And so that's, you know, then I I decided I'm going to just you know, this needs to belong to the world, not just to me and my little, you know, 300 people, but it should be meant for everyone who's going through changes and, and especially now in this time where where things are just, you know, everything is like a deconstruction of our belief systems and what we thought and, you know, you know changes in the world, justice systems, you know, our government and and so I felt like this is the perfect time to release this so that, you know, it can benefit the most people that it can and then we could all, you know, evolve and maybe be more in awareness of ourselves and maybe, maybe what's really happening. What's, what's the underlying... So
1: basically, if I hear what you're saying, you, um, you were doing this project just for fun with this group it wasn't something that you thought was going to be a book but the reactions that you got and the feelings that you got made you want to turn it into something more and that is where you came up with the idea to do it as a book right yeah so So you took all the notes you'd already written and what other work did you have to do to take it from the notes to the book
0: Um, well I had to um, I picked you know the notes that I thought would help people, you know, so out of a collection, I picked out, you know, 52 or 53 notes. And, um, you know, I I called a publishing company, and um, I I told them about my idea, and they said it sounded great. And then, you know, I picked my book cover image, and... And so um, let's
1: let's stop there, just so people aren't confused. Um, for a lot of people, getting their book published isn't as easy as calling a publishing company. It usually takes yeah, months or years to get a contract with a publishing company. So, how were mm-hmm. you able to just pick up the phone and get a contract? What what what's that story?
0: Well, um, it was like a self-publishing. So ah, I
1: okay
0: yeah, so it wasn't like a you know it wasn't like Random House called me and said, oh, we're going to give you whatever, whatever for, you know, for your information. You know, I... Got
1: it. So you actually actually paid to have your book published. So you were able to get it out quickly, and you own the copyright, presumably, and you were able to make it look the way you wanted it to look?
0: For the most part, yes. (laughs) Um... But, you know, and and to me, I felt like um, these messages were just kind of getting more and more profound, and so I felt like the investment is kind of like my gift to everyone, sure. because mm-hmm. I just felt like this is the right thing to do, and this, these were not, these were messages also that I was getting through my meditation, and so it was so strong that it was kind of bothering me, like, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. And so I I just went with the process, and I just felt like, you know, this is my So my you weren't donation.
1: looking at, like, am I going to get a positive return on an investment? Like, is this the right amount of money to spend on publishing it? Um, you know, will I be able to make the money that I've spent back? Those weren't the kinds of questions you were asking. You were saying... What, what was your goal? How do I get it? How do I get this out in a way that feels good?
0: Yeah, how do I get this out? And, you know, with the hopes that it'll benefit the most people um, that it can with its messages and that it'll bring people, more people to awareness about themselves and, you know, greater perspective of, of the universe and and what's happening around them.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay, and then tell us
1: about the publishing company you picked and what worked and what didn't with them, and any <laughs> advice you would give people when picking a, a you know if they're thinking of paying for publishing, uh, what right. to look for.
0: Uh, well, first I would tell people do your research um, because I didn't. <laughs> I. I, um, you know, the publishing company I went through is um, a sister to um, this other publishing company called Hay House um, Publishing, which is a division, you know, like Louise Hay's Heal Yourself Spirituality type of book. That, and so this is a sister of them. and um, And so I just, I didn't do my research because I just, was thinking oh yeah this is a spiritual book and this is what I'm doing and I just went forward with it without doing research which I know now and it was the first time I've I've done self-publishing so it, it was a whole new like ball game for me uh but I'm really glad that that it happened anyway because I learned so much but so that was different and I should have you know when you say
1: research, what are some of the questions that you would ask now that you just didn't know? I mean when we know better, we do better, you wouldn't have known to ask them, but what what kinds of things would you be asking now? Um or
0: would well, you recommend just,
1: other people? Yeah.
0: I would say, hey, look on Google and see, you know, what their ratings are, what other authors are saying about this publishing company and you know, if this is if this is the type of, you know, if this is the right fit for you, and um, when you talk to somebody... How would somebody know
1: if it was the right fit for them? What were some of the things that you wish were somewhat different?
0: Well, uh, like, I should have known in the beginning, I was so consumed with just publishing it and just getting the information out there. But, like, you know, I first gave my idea to one woman. Let's say her name was Tiffany. And then um, she's like, great. And then I call her like a month later and she's no longer with the company. It was like another person that was with the company. And so, uh, you know, I called her. She was my new person. And then um, when I did another revision for the book and called back to send it to them, she was no longer with the company. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, okay, so you know, just you know, I think what you know that should have been a sign for me for sure, like, uh, but I was so like in my mind, I just had like one track, I was like, I need to get this information out here, this is the uh these people publish spiritual books, this is a spiritual book, and this is what I'm gonna do, and um, you know, I looked at the package and it was you know in a range that was you know, affordable for me, so I did it, Um, and so, yeah, I would just, and then I later looked at reviews, and I saw a lot of other people that were having some similar experiences than, you know, as I did, and saw other people's, you know, just, you know, their, their comments, and about this, their reviews about this publishing company, and, and things like that, and um, so yeah, that was my little lesson. Um, and I, I bought into it. I, you know, it's like I bought into the idea of of what it stood for, but not really, you know, knowing you can stand for something, but do you really do that? You know, like uh, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a, a part of Hay House publishing and Hay House is like Louise Hayes and she's such a big spiritual person and so I just, I bought into all of those things and just was like, this can't be, you know, and, and I just went into it, you know, to the sister publishing and um, and I found out that it wasn't at all, you know, like, you know, what they were saying and, and, and I did have my my difficulties with how I wanted the book to be designed and things like that. And I think when you write something or you do something for so long and the creative process comes along, in your mind you have an idea like how you want it to be created. And when you keep sending messages back and forth and it doesn't come back how you really wanted it to, it's frustrating. Um, But then I had to – yeah. So, I mean, at a certain point, though, I just had to let go and just say, you know what? The important thing is that the message and the content in the book is what is important, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did that, and anybody, I, you know, I, I so think when that... when it
1: comes to design, were there things in your contract that you would change in terms of maybe number of revisions you could look at or the cost of design or... Or is there anything you would negotiate differently that you could give as advice to people that are listening um, yeah. to make sure they think, get the design to look how they want?
0: Yes. Um, like, I picked out my book cover. They had different book covers, but I knew exactly what I wanted, so that's, the book cover is is totally something that I was in control in. Um, but I think that if you are going to do something, you have to be really specific, know exactly every the font size, font, you know, the font type, up to that point, um, you know, how many spacings, um, you know, everything, you have to be really know exactly what you want and how it's going to look when it's printed. Um, Even though it's hard to, to understand that, but those are questions everyone should ask, like, okay, I like this font. How is it going to look when it's Printed. Is it going to look like how it looks on my computer or is it going to look completely different? That was something I didn't know huh. uh, I font didn't size. know that either. Okay. Yeah it, I mean and this is just my experience with them I mean, I don't this is what they told me because when it, I picked out a font and and then they're like well it Looks completely different when it's printed and I was like, oh, that's really okay. I, I didn't know, know that. So yeah. yeah things like that because if you don't there's like, you know extra charges for all of those things and you can get caught up in all the little charges. If you are not, don't ask, you know, all of the questions about every particular thing. So, um, that was, that was kind of what I had to learn. And, um, and it was new. And if you wrote a
1: second book, would you publish with a third party? Would you do it yourself? How, How would you do it the next time?
0: Um, I mean, I I don't know how I would, I haven't really, you know, I have another one that I'm in the process of doing, um, but I haven't really thought as far as like which company or how I would do it. Um, you know, I don't, the self-publishing is, is or I'm sorry, the self-publishing is, um, you know, there's so many different places out there that are affordable that you can do. And so that's what's nice about the self-publishing. I don't really know how to get a contract because I've never, you know, I don't know. I I just don't know how to how I would get a contract as, about right. You know, and there's so. lots of
1: ways to self-publish. I mean, you could have done it all yourself. You used the third party and paid them, but you could have just paid a designer directly and you know uploaded everything yourself to various printers and distribution sites it just requires learning a whole new skill
0: it does and that's the other part of um self publishing is you're learning a whole new aspect to writing you know you're you're learning about marketing you're learning about you know printer costs and um, so it was a whole new learning experience for me, and and it was. It and did was you great have a
1: minimum? Did you have a minimum number of books you had to purchase?
0: Um, I don't think so. Uh, no, did, I
1: didn't. Did you, a, and did you have a? What's your what's your price per book? Is it like forty percent off the cover price or something like that?
0: So if I want to buy my own book from the publishing company, I get thirty percent off.
1: And so sometimes can you actually buy your own book cheaper on Amazon?
0: Uh well it's only just a couple hear- of dollars shy from what I would really pay for it through the publishing company.
1: Yeah. Um yeah I've actually had guests that- on here that say they can find their book on sale on Amazon cheaper then they can get it from their own publisher,
0: which just seems funny. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is that they also gave me, like, five free books. Um, And I think for me, since this is my first book, um, I didn't want to also – I didn't know how to deal with, like, the copyright laws and, you know, all of that paperwork. I didn't know how to really deal with it. So that's why I just bought, like, a package – um, because they did it all for you. And, you know, it seemed in the beginning easy. And then later I found out, like, you know, my book is like a print on demand. And so you actually have to – they print the book when you order it. So it's supposed to be eco-friendly, but for bookstores it's really hard because they like to get in, like, ten books at a time. Mm. Um So that was another thing. So I, you know, um, one of my, I had to order some books myself to put into a bookstore, um, you know, here in Austin, Texas. But but yeah, I mean, you know, it's all a learning experience and I'm glad that I did it and I did find out and just also um, for anyone who self-publishes, um, if you've never done it before, just ask all those little questions. You know, if you're going to be the creator of your book, know exactly what font you want, what size, the line spacing, all of those things, and you know, because that's what, how your book is going to going to be. And uh, so, <laughs> but so what um, are
1: what are some of the best things that have come? When did your book come out?
0: So it came out in February of
1: Okay. This year. So in the last six months or so, what are some of the best things that have happened to you because you have become an author?
0: Conversations well, think, you've had or opportunities you've had or what, what's, what's happened? Yeah. The book? I think um, the best thing for me is people's responses. Like I love, love getting people's responses um, from my book. Like, you know, and I think that's validation for me because it makes me feel good that I made the right decision and that my gift is being received, you know. So so that was that was for me, that's like the, the biggest joy ever is just hearing people's stories like, oh, you know, I picked up your book and it's helped me. And I've been feeling better and more calm. I, you know, I know that every time I'm going through a situation, I can pick it up and just open up to any page and I get a wonderful message. And so, to me, that's like the biggest the biggest compliment, the biggest joy ever because I'm like, yes, I, I just feel so wonderful and validated just from that. Um, so, that has been it. And then it's just opened my mind to more creativity And so, um, you know, so it's opened my mind, okay, so now that you've, you know, just from writing and any writers out there, sometimes it's hard to feel um, validated. You know, that's how we feel validated, I think, through people's responses. And so it's been a great validation and a motivation for me to start another book. Um, And so I've I've begun writing um, different you know another part of you know you know notes um it's called gratitude notes, and so it's just helped inspire another little creative writing project for me that's
1: awesome, that's awesome, and mm-hmm. so the and so for you, the process has been not just about revenue or not just about um, you know some of the commercial aspects of publishing but it sounds like it's been a deeply personal journey and I think it's a great example of how everyone's book journey is different and our books have missions in the world that almost live independent of us and our job as the writer sometimes is to go on the journey and see what the book wants to be that's why I call the show book journey, because I do think for uh, so many people, their book journey looks a little different than they expected, um, Mm -hmm. but is still
0: powerful and important. Exactly. You know, and the other thing is that I do get people who are like, oh, you know, you're an author, and I'm like, I am, but you know, I'm just a regular person. I just, you know, I'm just a person like you, and I like to write, and that's what I like to do. I mean, I love to do so many other things but part of it is this was something that was a combination of where it allowed me to do meditation and it allowed me to open up and and it was a practice for me so it was it was so much more than just it allowed me to keep my practice to to do this once yeah. a week to, to look at myself you know it was so much more and and I just tell people like I'm just a regular person like yeah you know I published this book but I'm just a regular person. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, well, I love I, that.
1: I think these are great lessons, um, you know, in the practical and then also in the emotional part of the journey. So, thank you so much, Tamara Gortez. What what is your uh, website if people want to find out more about you?
0: So, um, people, you could go to um, Facebook, and you can go to it's um, Om Mani Padme Hum one zero eight. X and so it's a Buddhist mantra um, or just oh, type awesome. in Tamara Cortez <laughs> and um, I'm on Twitter and Tamara Jo J O C O R T E Z and um, my website is www.omomaroma.co aroma c O and uh, so you can find me and on the And people can others.
1: find Slow Notes on Amazon. Um, the book by Tamara Cortez is Slow Notes. And mm-hmm. uh, thanks for being
0: our guest today. Thank you so much, Dr. L'Oreal. And uh, thank you for having me. And I just wanted to thank everybody for listening. And I wanted to say just one more thing like, in this world, we think that, you know, we're really small, but I wanted to let everyone know that. The more of your light that you spread, the more that you awaken people around you. And this is where we're coming to. And so you are, you, you do matter 100%. Every step that you take is so important. And I just want everyone to know that. Beautiful, beautiful.
1: Tamara Cortez, Flow Notes a Collection. Check it out on Amazon. Thanks for being on the
0: show today. All right, namaste. Bye.
1: Is, I